This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. We are living in a time where our future is uncertain, which means youth voice is as important as ever. Kia ora, join me, Leo, on Operation Rakatahi on ORFM's Youth Zone, 105.4 FM, 1575am or online at oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app on Google Play or the Apple App Store. I'm on the air every second Tuesday at 4pm.
Kia ora, and welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo and Faye. So this week is the first show of 2022, and um, it's going to be definitely interesting, but for today, it's actually different because it's a pre-record like it was last week. Um, we're now recording this uh, mid-December 2021, so I'm talking to you from the past, but we can see how that all plays out and yeah but today it's just me today just leo um faye unfortunately hasn't been able to come into the studio they're feeling a bit under weather under the weather after the last covid jab and um wanted some time off to recuperate which is a good thing to take care of yourself and everything but like yeah, so Faye will be back with us next week with our first live show of 2022. So, what's going on? Um, this week, I'll be talking about um, what it means to be, um, to with everything about keeping, about sexual health, like having awareness about HIV and other things and so everyone knows where to A, get tested, this, that, and the next thing. I'm not going to go into everything in particular, but I will talk about stigmas around particular things, this, that, and the next thing, a bit of history, context, chill stuff. Um, and also just so you know how to be safe and like where to go when you need a test, this, that, or the next thing, or you need to talk to someone about these things. I'll be mentioning different organizations and people that you can go talk to. So it's a educational show in a way. So you guys all know, because it's really important because it's not widely talked about. And I was, me and Faye were talking and went, actually, this is a good thing that we need to be talking about. And I think Faye really wanted to talk about this too, but, um, but yeah, so it, it is an important topic that should be highlighted immensely. And, we wanted to bring that platform, bring use this platform to highlight that. And so I'll be going through quite a lot today. But first, we'll be going to a song break first. And I'll start off by playing you guys um, LAB's Mr. Reggae off the Kiwi Music album. And then I'll follow it up by a Lady Hawk song. So, yeah, enjoy.
Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app.
Kia ora and welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, this week we'll be talking about everything about sexual health awareness because it is important to pe- for everyone to be in the know about particular things that can affect people, um, where to go for help if you need it, um, and everything that's happened in our past leading up to now and maybe some breakthroughs within it. So, it's multifaceted today's show and it would have yeah so we're talking about lots of wee different things and um first off i'd like to highlight the most important thing and it's important to be regularly tested and um everyone should know where to go what to do because yeah they talk about it at school but a it's probably lots of people either at school may or may not be listening or don't take it in, or B, or I mean, or C, they're out of school now and they don't remember. So, and not, and also, not all schools talk about it. So, like, I know from where I went to school, it was mentioned in year nine, year 10 health class, but I barely remember any of that. So, it is important to keep reminding people. And I know for other schools, that's not going to be the experience where it was talked about. So, like, you know, and. So it's important to like know these things and have that out there and continue the conversation around it going because like it affects the majority of people worldwide and um, these are important things that people should know about and letting particular things exacerbate and not getting tested because also lots of STIs do not have any symptoms or any noticeable symptoms. So you may be living with one and not know it. And I'm not trying to scaremonger with that. It's a um, it's a fact. And I'm not saying that you do or you don't, but it's important to be tested. And they recommend at least two to three times a year is recommended from professionals to go get tested. And yes, life can be very busy to do that, but it is important to take time out of your life and to accommodate for your health, whether that's um, any part of you, whether you're unwell and you just need to stay home for a day and, with a cold or something and you just need to stay home and recuperate or you need to go out and get a test, this, that, or the next thing. or Because it's also about looking after others too because it's at the end of the day, whether it's um, an STI or a viral infection, or a bacterial infection, it doesn't really matter. It's keeping you and others safe. Like masking up every day is an important part of combating um, COVID, which is a um, bacterial infection. I mean, it's a virus, not a bacterial infection. What am I saying? Um, Protecting you and others from the virus and also getting vaccinated a lot. It's just kind of common decency to look out for others. And yes, it's very problematic, to say this, that, or the next thing, but it's important for everyone to know because there is a lot of rhetoric going around about everything, and it's not just COVID, and we'll go into more why talking about this, that, and the next thing within this topic today is important because we're kind of reliving it with COVID. Yes, it's not the same thing, but we will get to that. Um, but like, like it's in doing your part, getting vaccinated and masking up for COVID, it is important for yourself and others to go get tested at least two to three times a year to protect yourself and others because this is something that affects the whole world. And like 
taking treatment or keeping yourself safe from everything is important because it also stops the spread. Like there has been lots. It's it's ever so important because the sort of these sorts of things right now are in people's minds already thinking about stopping the spread of one thing. There's other ways to because there's other viruses out there and there's other bacterial infections out there that are affecting our everyday life. And yes, it's important to look after yourself and others with COVID, but there is a whole lot of other stuff going on in the world. And who knows, there could be another world outbreak that occurs later down the track that is affecting the whole world. Um, so, like, it's really important to be keeping aware. So, yeah. But first, I've been talking about what, a lot about what why it's important particularly so you know there are so many places you can go but it's often not common knowledge unless you look directly for it or you've heard about it yourself and if you don't know you don't know so there are many different places that you can go to to either get a test or you've got questions this that or the next thing that you need or you just want or you need condoms or anything because condoms are super important because it stops the spread of this that and the next thing and it's and it protects yourself and others. Um, and you can get them for free at, mo- at the majority of these places. So, like, yes, they may look expensive on the shelves at the supermarket or the corner store or the petrol station. There are places you don't have to pay for them. And there are ways that you... There are places you can go and show your face to get these sorts of services. And there's also confidential online services that will either do phone consultations, this, that, or the next thing, um, and send you condoms in the post in a discreet package. So there are lots of different ways that you don't have to show your face because it is it is quite a brave thing to do to go and seek out help for this sort of thing because it is something that happens and maybe not everyone's super comfortable about these things and there are services out there. And some of these services include, um, if you guys are in Dunedin, um, who are listening, there is the Dunedin Sexual Health Clinic, which is uh, is within the Dunedin Hospital, and most hospitals around the country will have a sort of sexual health clinic attached to them. Um, but because the majority of the audience is from Dunedin, I'll go into detail about that. But if you're outside of Dunedin listening to this, go and look at your... your if you want to go to the, your hospital to find these things, you can search them up and they'll probably have one. But in the Dunedin Hospital, if you enter the hospital on the Frederick Street side, it's just off the side to the door. and The, it's, the sign will say Queen Mary Hospital because that's the entrance to the birthing suites, which is upstairs above um, this entrance. But it's also right next to the outpatients ward. Um, it's just off to the side. It's a discreet door. It's closed behind and it's all the people in there are really lovely. It's important to know. And actually it's quite quiet. It's quite tucked out of the way and it's confidential. Like, and that's important. There's, um, and it's, there's nice comfy seats in the waiting room. There's bowls of free condoms in there. So you don't even have to talk to the doctors if you want to get, um, anything you can get them directly off them too that's also an option and you always book an appointment um usually under green when we're at green or level one or um 
there are drop-in clinics every th- every Thursday after lunchtime, so you don't even have to book an appointment. You just rock up, and then it's just first and ser- first serve you get served. But you can just book online over the phone, or I think there's a pl- way you can do it on the um, hospital website or this, that, and the next thing. Um, but yeah, just ring them up. You can Google the phone line number. It's on. You'll be able to find it. And um, yeah, that is out there for everyone to know um and also there is other places you can go and if you're a student at the university of otago or otago polytechnic each institution has their own healthcare centers um and they both have people who are specialized in sexual health and you can go to either one of them you'll be able to if you don't know about these places and you're a student you can always search on the uni or the polytech websites and find these places or just google student health center or otago polytechnic student health center like you'll be able to find it and these are places that you can go to like the sexual health dunedin sexual health clinic in the hospital you can go there there's access to free condoms you can talk to a um a doctor or a nurse and get tested for this that and the next thing they will tell you about what you need to get tested for based upon your own experiences and preferences and like your it'll be dependent on what you have to do so um and it's non-invasive they're completely non-judgmental and it's just a safe place to go and it's almost just another day for them. Like, yes, it may be a big deal to talk about these sorts of things with people in everyday lives or even with yourself. Uh, these people, it's just so... They've studied for this. They've worked in this area for so long. And then this is part of their routine, having these conversations with people. And they know this, like, the back of their hand. So this sort of thing is nothing crazy, nothing new. It's just something that they... Uh, it's just another day in their lives and another day at the work at work. So like, there's completely nothing that will be caused to alarm at these places. There is also family planning, which is um, in the centre of town. It's upstairs. I think it's above the Henry's liquor store. I think, or it might have moved. I'm not quite sure. I haven't been there before, but I know you can go there. Family planning and. You can go talk to them too, book an appointment, this, that, or the next thing. These resources are there. Um, and, yeah, you can also talk to your local GP as well because they will be able to do STI tests. They will be able to do pregnancy tests. You'll be able to get a prescription of condoms or this, that, or the next thing. Whatever you need for you and your well-being or treatment is on offer. And talk to your GP. And often, whether that's, if that feels like a safe place to go, that is definitely a, an option because they have those resources there. And if if there is anything in your treatment that they can't hand, that they don't specialize in, they can always, GPs have access to everyone and they'll be able to refer you to other places like the sexual health clinic, student health, family planning. But you can get an STI test pretty easy at your local GP. No problem. And I think nurses at your local GP's offices can do sexual health tests as well. Um, so like 
there are so many options and those are just the in-person places you can go to because there isn't that's not the only one because yes it may be quite uncomfortable for someone to go and ask for those things or request those services because showing your face and talking about these sorts of things isn't quite in everyone's bag and yes it's important and I would recommend doing that because it also builds it builds your confidence and it builds connection and also it means if you've got a good experience of those you can tell your everyone around you that that they're safe places to go to and it becomes normal and it, if you just set calendars on your phone for two three times a year to do these things that is important because it will save it will save you and it will save others from 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 damage down the line but if that isn't quite for you or you're just needing to go get condoms you don't really need an appointment this that or the next thing and you don't want to have to go down to the corner store and pay for them or the supermarket or the petrol station there are lots of websites that you can access and these places this study and research is primarily focused on um, HIV mostly and AIDS, but they have services for this, that, and the next thing. Um, and so you can. There's places like Ending HIV, and I've got a website, and it's they get government funding every year to do these studies around. Their, their, their mission is to search for a cure. So is the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, and on these websites, you can go into there and you can manually select if you need condoms this that or the next thing or you want a home test kit i think they only do home test kits for hiv and they're on offer and that is important doesn't matter what your sexuality is everyone can catch hiv doesn't matter yes the majority of people who do catch it are queer but actually it does affect people who are not of the queer community so and it is very easy to catch them. And it can be spread many different ways through. It's not even just through sexual intercourse it can spread. It can be spread by um, contact with other people's blood. It can spread via kissing. But most predominantly it's spread by um, sexual intercourse. But you don't know because it's quite a thing that you need to be aware of. But these websites um, and organisations, they often have offices around the country, and I don't think they have offices in Dunedin, but they have often pop-up outreach clinics at particular places like the Sexual Health Clinic um, here in Dunedin and Student Health and Family Planning and this. So they do do pop-up things. They don't have an office here, but you can go to their websites and just search them up. You'll be able to find the websites and you can do, get home test kits for HIV. If you're just wanting to, because even if you're not got symptoms, it is important to follow up on these things. And if you don't particularly want to go in person to these things, they will send it to you. You do the instructional kit, you package it back up and it comes with a free postage thing that you can send back and they can send you free condoms and they'll ask you questions about your preferences and um, about which sizes you need, this, that and the next thing because that is important and there are, and they can send you in a wee envelope. It's quite thick cardboard envelope so it's not going to get damaged and it doesn't have anything on it, just it's a plain plain black envelope that they send to you that has them in them so and you can order them 
they send you what they consider a three month suppliers, but that's it it depends on everyone how much you use and whether they last more or less. But just keep an eye on the expiry dates because that is important too. And if you ever need more, you can always go back to the website. So that is an important thing to know because and it only take I think they put it in they put it in standard New Zealand Post, so that should be there within three to five working days. So like and you can you could pro- yeah, so like that's important for everyone to know that there are all these different places and there are so many other resources that you can access that aren't just on these lists that I've just read out um, in these places because I've only got so much time to talk about these things and these are the most prominent things that are organizations out there that are supporting people, especially going into this new year. Like everyone will be as much as it can be very they don't often work but everyone's got new year's resolutions about making this that or the next thing work for them in the new year but actually a really important one would make sure you're keeping yourself well whatever that looks like and knowing about these things especially going into new year or any time of the year it doesn't really matter if that it's a new year time that you'll be listening to this it's important to know these things because it affects everyone in our everyday lives and it's not just affecting you. Your actions around protecting yourself don't just protect yourself. They protect entire communities. And, like, it's important for that to be knowledge, to be acknowledged. And I think it's important that we all come together and we are aware. And, yes, that may sound very preachy and very... Not It may sound very preachy and very wishful thinking, but it is important and it should be out there and acknowledged. And so, you know, it's really important. But I'm going to be going to another song break um, and we'll be coming right back after the show talking about um, HIV and its common misconceptions people have around it because... There is a lot of misinformation out there, and especially if you know what's going on with COVID and the misinformation spread around COVID, there have been decades of misinformation being spread around about HIV. And I'm going to talk about those things just so everyone's in the know, because these are important things that affect millions of people worldwide and could affect millions more because the stats of cases going around the world is not that great. And yes, that it is better than it was definitely in the 80s. And the world has changed a lot and research has changed quite a lot since the 80s. But there are lots of still misconceptions around it, which I'm going to talk about. But during this break, um, okay, this week I've got this week's, um, give me a second. There we go. Why won't it load? There we go. Um, This week's. This week's activist song is, um, it took me, I was very, I'm very particular about which ones I choose because this week I've chosen Point and Kill by Little Sims. It's not the song by Little, she's a rapper from London talking, she's a black woman living in South London and grown up there and 
her experience is very particular and she talks about the whole world and um, all these things that affect her and her life and her peers and her family. And it's, she sings from a place, she sings and raps from a place that's important to her. And she talks about all these different social issues and she, I would definitely tell you to go listen to her latest album that came out this year called Sometimes I Might I Might Be Introvert. And this album is like really seminal about talking about the world as it is now. And it is a super, superb album. Um, and it follows a story, which is quite beautiful. And the song I wanted to pick, I couldn't play on this time slot because it's explicit, but... Go and listen to the whole album. This album is just super current and it's super prevalent. And Little Sims isn't very mainstream, but she's talking about particular things that I think she deserves to be mainstream. But she is around if you go and look for her. Go and listen to her on Spotify, iTunes, whatever, wherever you listen. Go and have a listen. But I'm going to be playing Point and Kill, which is talking about all of the all of the prejudice and discrimination she receives throughout her life and but she just wants to live her life and she doesn't want everyone to do that anymore but she doesn't care anymore and they're just words and people can point and kill at her but it's not going to affect her and it doesn't matter which community you're a part of and what sort of discrimination or prejudice you receive this is prevalent across all of them and it's also important for people who aren't affected by these things that are under, that are that aren't pretty much discriminated against by the patriarchy you should be able to listen to this as an ally to whatever community doesn't matter whether that's skin tone sex gender sexuality this that or the next thing you should listen to all these songs because they're important and these are an art piece that bring these social issues to the forefront and like it's almost a digestible way that's not a speech and it's accommodating for people because music is something people enjoy and embrace but also it is also a powerful art form and political tool to sum that up well and that's why I include this on the show and music is a big part of radio and I wanted to incorporate, as I've said throughout, all these songs that talk about stuff that need to be heard because actually they're important. But this is Point and Kill by Little Sims. Auntie, bougie, aguilé, oh I fancy when I see a type Point and kill, 
And welcome back to Operation Rakatahi with Leo. So, if you've just joined us, we spent the whole I spent the whole first half talking about particular things around sexual health awareness and where you can go to get support around these things, and it is important. But now, um, and if you've just joined us now. Um, Wait, I already said that. What am I saying? Um, so right now I'll be talking about all the stigmas around HIV. And we all know that eight, uh, misinformation is incredibly prevalent, especially around particular viruses, this, that, or the next thing. And I've been saying, I've been saying that a lot today. It's like my catchphrase today. Um, but it's important that we should continue the conversation and debunk the misinformation because it is important and I'm not going to highlight any sources that have put out any disinformation because I do not want to highlight them and give them a platform because actually no I'm just going to acknowledge that there is a lot of misinformation out there and it harms it harms and it kills because actually it creates hysteria mass hysteria and it just it puts people in danger, and that's not okay. And I'm not going to give those sorts of things a platform, but I will acknowledge that they are out there and combat it, if that makes sense. So, and as you would have learnt with COVID and read everything, and then everything when the COVID vaccine came out, there's been even more again. And it definitely harms. And if we don't get as many people as we can vaccinated this that or the next thing for COVID it will create problems and it will mean more lockdowns in the future and more people will die and but there's 
other viruses that have had that I want to highlight, like HIV, for decades that have had misinformation and mass hysteria around for decades. And HIV is probably the number one most misinformation-filled thing that surrounds it because it's wrapped around with a whole lot of prejudice and discrimination that comes with it because actually it's a big deal and yes it is not as bad now as it was in the 80s and there are organizations and communities out there looking for a cure and we've gotten to a point where people can live their life as long as they can without dying they can live as long as the average person because of medical breakthroughs we are able to live in a time where people who are diagnosed with HIV are now undetectable, and undetectable does mean untransmittable. And there is a massive stigma. Even now, everyone knows that people can live a long life with medications and modern um, medical technology that people can live long lives and be HIV positive. And um, it's really important that People need to know that if you're undetectable, it's untransmittable and no one's going to spread it to you. And there's massive misinformation. And this affects the other. And so it is important to know U equals U, which is untransmittable equals uh, un, undetectable equals untransmittable. And it's important for people to know that because there is almost a stigma around people who have HIV and it really trickles down and it almost makes them people are treated like second class citizens and I do not like that term I couldn't quite think of a, another analogy on the spot but people are treated like second class citizens for having that if, if people know that they have it and it is everyone needs to know that that doesn't it's they're not going to die from it and they're not going to harm other people because they've taken measures to take the medication and have gotten to a point where they cannot transmit it anymore. And it, we don't live in the 80s anymore where it's a death sentence because it's not anymore. And I'd like to highlight, like I said I wouldn't highlight sources around misinformation, but I will highlight sources that are creating conversation and aren't spreading disinformation. Um, but... And like I said before, there's organizations out there looking for a cure, like Ending HIV and the New Zealand AIDS Foundation, and they're just New Zealand-based organizations. There are organizations and um, university research centers all around the world that are looking into this. There's universities that are funding millions of dollars into this research to look for a cure, and there are researchers are suggesting that we're maybe on the cusp of finding one and it, it's likely within 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 the next 30 years they'll find one which is quite amazing and it is quite a breakthrough and it is important to know that yeah and HIV it's important to know that it is scientists have re, have said that it is the most successful virus on the planet to infect humans and on a mass scale because it's affected so many people. And yes, you might want to highlight COVID or smallpox, but a smallpox has been eradicated. And we haven't lived for generations with COVID yet like we've had with HIV. So 
COVID could get to that point, but it hasn't quite yet. And so that's important to know that it is still a prolific thing. And if you do not take medical action, it will affect yourself and others. And people can die if they do not take that medical action still. But there is medical research out there to prevent this. Um, But there's a new TV show. It came out start of 2021. um, And it's called It's a Sin. And it's written by Russell T Davies, who you would have all, if you watched Doctor Who in the mid to late 2000s, he he was the head writer of Doctor Who at that time when David Tennant and Christopher Eccleston were the Doctor. If you're a Doctor Who fan, you'll know that. And he's written lots of other shows. But he wrote a show set in the 80s, set around a group of friends who are just living their life during the middle of the um, height of the AIDS pandemic in the 1980s into the 1990s and it follows their story and it comes from a place of real life experience of his because um davies was a gay man living in that at that time experiencing that that and he's almost talking about the experiences of himself and his friend group it's not necessarily his friend group he's writing about but he says there's traits within that and other people he knew in that time and he talks about people he had grown up with who were no longer alive and who died around that time. And you can see that in the writing. And it, and, it, and it's important. I think it's seminal viewing for people to watch regardless. And, yeah, and it's important to know that it is not a gay virus or queer virus or whatever you want to label it. It is not. It disproportionately affected queer people in the 1980s because, frankly, queer people at that time didn't use condoms because condoms were marketed as to stop people getting pregnant, which they don't, they stop, they stop you getting pregnant, but they also stop the spread of STIs. And that is why it often got labeled as that. But also it wasn't just queer people that got it. Yes. The stats showed that more queer people got it than non-queer people got it, but people can get it through um, many different things. And that is important to know. And yeah, but it does, at that time, it most predominantly affected queer people. And that's just important to know. But I would recommend going to watch that. Yes, it's a fictional show, but it's based on reality. And yes, it will stray slightly, but it's not about the virus itself. It's about the people and their life within that pandemic. And it has got so many parallels that draws to today because I watched it at the start of 2021 after we'd been living through this pandemic today um, that still affects us. It was quite remarkable, the parallels around just, I would recommend go watch it because there are so many parallels. It almost felt like today, but it was on a, it was on just a bigger scale, but there wasn't talk about it and it was ignored because yeah, but people can, Going back to the misinformation around um, HIV, it doesn't just affect queer people. And AIDS is the result of HIV. They're often lumped together and people don't really know the difference. HIV is the complication, uh, I mean, AIDS is the complications and results of someone contracting HIV and living with it for so long it affects their body. And yeah, so AIDS is not the virus. HIV is the virus. AIDS is the result of those viruses of that virus 
Important to know. And it is not a queer disease. Yes, it did, like I said before, it disproportionately affected queer people um, because of how condoms were marketed and designed for. But we have found now that it's not just about stopping pregnancy. And this, that, and the next thing. But it is important to know that, yeah. But people can get COVID by, straight people can get COVID just as easily. Yes, the numbers show queer people have higher rates of contracting it, but straight people can get it regardless. And men or women can get it. It's not just men that get it. And people can contract it, not from sexual intercourse. They can contract it from kissing, any contact of fluids in any which way. And that includes blood. And there was a high rate of people in the 1980s um, that in the 1990s that contracted it because of um, blood transfusions and and unhygienic protocols around handling people's blood at that time, which is important to know. Um, And HIV... Um, spread still happens through those things as a result through medical malpractices it doesn't happen very often in the western world because there are many laws around those sorts of things but it is very common in low socioeconomic countries and that have a lower quality of life than the majority of the world especially in places like in, in, in deep in um, in Central and Western Africa, where they are reporting the most cases every year within that. And it is important to know that it is affecting everyone. And th- these are just wee things that you should know. And if you go and watch It's a Sin, or you go and it's available on TVNZ On Demand, all five episodes, um, and it is quite a powerful show. Or you go and research on yourself. You'll just find so many things that aren't true about it and I can only fit so much in this hour-long show but it is an important thing that we should all know about because it affects everyone regardless of any diversity or lack thereof Um, but it is important to know and everyone should know that through but that's all I have time for for today thank you all for listening in Um, Faye will be back with me in our next live and our first live show of 2022 and it's i hope everyone had a great new year great christmas i can't tell you how mine went because it hasn't happened yet because i'm recording this in december 2021 but you should all go and have a listen if you've missed any shows catch up and you can download the usenone app on google play or the apple app store and you can find that there if you would like contact from a trained counsellor, contact 1737 for support. I always include this in every show so everyone knows where to go if they need some help. Also, yeah, I'll see you in two weeks' time with Faye being back, but kakiti anō. Bye. My life's been magic, seems fantastic I used to have a hole in the wall with a mattress Funny when you want it, suddenly you have it You find out that your goal's just plastic Every day, every night I've been thinking back on you and I Every day, every night I work my whole life just to get right Just to be loved 
so far from 